welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Good morning. Welcome to episode 209 of the Extraordinary Moms podcast. So very glad that you're here. It's Jessica. I hope you enjoyed and got so much out of my interview with Diana on Tuesday talking about postpartum depression and other mental health issues. I love that she's used this trial and this tragedy in her life of losing a dear friend to fuel her passion for sharing women's stories. That is something we can all do wherever we are in our lives, however we've been affected by hard things or even great things. Using those events in our lives to fuel our mission and you know whenever we're sharing what really lights us up like for me talking about motherhood there's no greater joy I have than talking with other mothers and hearing those stories and so that's why I have this podcast and for you it might look different but for her using that trial in her life to educate her on where to go next with her path and starting her podcast and everything I found that so encouraging and I hope that you did too so if you follow me on Instagram, especially on Insta Stories, you'll notice that I've been talking lately about kind of my fitness journey. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today on this episode. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can do that at jessicadalquist3. <laughs> There's a little plug for you. So since January, I have been doing a workout program. It's a 12-week online workout program designed by Rachel Gaynor, who is on the show. She's really amazing. And her Instagram handle is Rachel Rebuilt. And she has this program called the Body Love Boot Camp. And what I love about Rachel's approach to fitness is that it is centered around fitness and health and wellness in conjunction with not only the physical aspects, but the mental aspects of that in order to be your best self. And I know that's kind of a trendy way to talk about, you know, self-improvement and things lately. But really, number one, I do believe I'm enough today. I am perfect and wonderful and great just as I am. Not perfect in like a I do nothing wrong kind of way. But you know what I mean. I'm just, if I'm giving my best, that is good enough today. But I also believe that there are things that we need to do in order to achieve our goals, to do what's in the best interest of our health and our self and our family. And when we do that, we show up better for our family members and, and we're just happier. And so as I was looking to start a new fitness program this January, I'd kind of fallen off the wagon. I've never been somebody that you would look to for fitness tips or goals. And you still won't look to me for that, I'm sure. But what I can tell you is I'm a mom of three boys. My skin has stretched out and shrunk back three different times. And when I say shrunk back, it does not look the same as it once did. And if you have birthed children of your own, you understand the crepe paper-like skin that now exists on your stomach. That is what I'm dealing with. Um, and just a matter of like prioritizing the workouts, having the desire to work out, it just was not there with regularity. And so if you were to ask me, you know, oh, Jessica, what do you do to work out? Or, you know, what's your fitness routine like? I'd be like, ugh, 
I hate to work out. I do not like to work out. I am not a runner. And it would just be full of these negative um, beliefs and really affirmations. I was perpetually saying these negative affirmations surrounding health and fitness. And so, yes, I would work out. You know, there have been periods in my life where I'd work out, you know, four or five times a week. I would do a video online. I've belonged to gyms before. I've done some personal training. But all of that was kind of short-term spurts. And there was never a big change in my in my mental, the way I viewed it. I was never excited to work out. I was never looking forward to it. I do really enjoy yoga. I will say that. That is one form of working out that I can really get behind and enjoy. And I feel like I'm really taking time for myself and my soul when I when I do yoga. So that's one thing. But everything else, the weightlifting, running, um, cardio of any sort really, it's just never been something that I have enjoyed. And I have perpetuated that by saying, I don't like to work out. And what I learned by doing this body love boot camp from Rachel Gaynor, and she only runs these, I don't know if it's a couple times a year, we'll have to find out. But but after she was on the show talking about this um, in the fall, she mentioned, you know, she was running this boot camp starting in January and it might be something good. And one thing I know about myself is that it's really hard in this season of life for me to get to the gym. Jackson's really clingy. He doesn't go to the daycare very easily. It doesn't work. And so I don't end up actually going. Another thing I know about myself is that I don't really push myself very hard. I'll find videos online um, or do yoga online or things, but I usually do it for like 20 minutes and I don't even push myself that hard. (laughs) And basically it's like such a waste because why even do it if I'm not going to try hard? And so anyways, like I said, Rachel combines the idea of health and fitness and working out and working out hard, like doing weights, doing cardio, all of that. It's all written out and planned out for you. And she wants you to work out five days a week for 12 weeks. That's this program. But then in addition to that, you have homework every week where you're doing kind of a mental component where you're really analyzing what you're eating and why you're eating. You are talking about your goals and why you set those goals and how you'll meet those goals. It's talking about the misnomers and the narratives that are running through your head about fitness and working out and about your body image. And are those narratives true? Are they based on anything or do you want to change them? This is where the light bulb went off for me. And that's where the theme of this episode comes from. Why I will never like to work out. This hit me like a ton of bricks. I always thought I didn't like to work out because I just didn't like it. Maybe there was something chemically in my brain that did not produce the normal endorphins that people talk about getting shot off after they work out. I thought maybe it's because I wasn't raised athletic and because I'm not athletic, of course I look like a poser. And, you know, so I had all these really negative associations and and I didn't really second guess them until starting this boot camp. And so I paid money for this. I'm not endorsing this because she's paying me to say this. I just want to talk to you about my fitness journey because I feel like a lot of you listening are where I am right now or where I have been, where you feel like you know it's important, you want to have some type of fitness routine as part of your daily life, but not only do you want it to happen and you, you know, commit to that, 
but you want to enjoy it as well and you have struggled to do so. That's where I have been until now. And so as I wrote down some of the thoughts that I've had about working out, about my body, about you know the motivation behind working out, the whys, things like that, I realized, Jessica, you will never ever like working out as long as you keep saying these negative affirmations that you're a poser, that you're not a runner, that you don't like it, that it will never be fun, you'd rather be doing something else. You will never, ever, ever like to work out. Hey guys, I wanted to interrupt this conversation to let you know about our show sponsor. And the irony is not lost on me that my sponsor today is an amazing website called Yoga Glow. Yoga Glow is an online yoga and meditation that you can literally do anywhere. Anywhere. And as I'm talking about all the barriers to fitness for me, I have found that working out at home is the very, very best option because really I have no excuse. If it's nap time or my kids are playing in the playroom, I can fit in a yoga workout. I already said how much I love yoga, and so this has made it so much easier to access tons and tons of videos. There are thousands of classes at all levels, and they're taught by amazing, incredible teachers, and it will feel like you are at a yoga studio. So if you love yoga as much as I do, but you don't have the time or even the money to go to a yoga studio, Yoga Glow is your answer. And the cool thing is they want to give you the first two weeks of Yoga Glow free when you sign up on yogaglow.com slash EMP. That's yoga and then G-L-O dot com slash EMP for two weeks free. Yogaglow.com slash EMP will get you those two weeks for free. I have absolutely loved using this website. I supplement this especially after doing Rachel's workouts and I'm extra sore. They have varying lengths of the videos that you can access and so I just do like a little routine either in the morning after running or at night before bed. It calms me down. It makes me feel so good and I feel great that I'm making my health a priority. So I want to thank Yoga Glow for sponsoring this podcast. Now let's get back to me talking more about how I will never like to work out. So this idea that my negative thoughts are really what is holding me captive in ever being able to enjoy working out, that was like a light bulb that went off for me. And I thought, well, if I can simply change the way I think about working out, if I can change the way I view myself working out, perhaps I can change the outcome. I'm doing it anyways. I'm already showing up. I'm just not trying very hard. I'm already, you know, committing to the weekly morning workouts, but I go into it with a bad attitude. What if I went into it with a good attitude? Because I realize as long as I'm perpetuating the negative narrative, the negative narrative will continue. And so from that point on, literally from the second week, once I realized that huge aha moment of why I really don't like working out, I switched all of those negative affirmations to positive ones. I'm trying my best. I'm showing up. I am strong. I can move my body. I'm so grateful I can move my body. I'm taking time for myself. Those types of things. And instead of saying, you look like a poser, saying, I look great in my workout gear. I feel good when I'm lifting heavy weights. I'm proud of myself for doing this. And it's not about, you know, reaching the end of my 12 weeks and being a few pounds lighter and a little bit more toned. 
I didn't have to wait until the end of the workout program to feel proud of myself. I could show up that very day in that very moment, ready to start out on my workout, and I could have a completely different mentality. And I want to tell you wholeheartedly, since I have made those shifts in my perspective, I like working out. I mean, that's not to say it's not hard. Okay, so I want to tell you another little part. So the first day of the program, she had us do like a whole list of things, push-ups, sit-ups, planks, um, squat jumps, things like that. And we timed each of those exercises for one minute. And then we wrote down how many we did in the minute. Okay? I was exhausted by the end of that. Holy moly. I mean, there were some minutes where I would get 30 seconds in and I'd have to like keel over panting and breathing. And then I would resume the last 15 seconds or so because I just had to catch my breath. It was so hard. But I wrote down my numbers. I also took my measurements, things like that, that she asked us to do. And then, you know, from the second day on, we resumed our our workouts. And we had varied workouts where we're doing some some basic weightlifting. And by weightlifting, I mean, you know, anywhere from 5 to 15 pound weights, depending upon um, what the exercise is. And then we'd mix that up with some cardio and some HIIT training and things like that. So I went on, you know, three more weeks after that. And then we were supposed to redo that same test, fitness test we did the very first day with doing the push-ups, doing the sit-ups, doing the planks, everything to see any improvement. And so I didn't look at the first paper, the first day's paper before doing it. I couldn't even find it for the moment. And so I just, I printed out my new paper um, and as I went through, I wrote down my new scores and how many I did. And I had no idea how many I did the first day. Okay. So this is four weeks later. No idea. And all I knew at the end of the hat workout was I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I was so tired. I was breathing hard. I was sweating. And and I did notice in the middle of each minute exercise, I wasn't having the same desire to like keel over at 30 seconds. <laughs> so I did notice like a little bit of improvement in that. But the exhaustion and the fatigue was the exact same at the end. So I thought, oh gosh, I haven't really improved that much probably. That's kind of surprising that after a month of working so hard, doing 45-minute workouts five days a week, and really giving it my all, as opposed to just phoning it in what I used to do for 20 minutes, I have been pushing, pushing, pushing myself and making the most of those 35 to 45-minute workouts every day. And then I put the papers next to each other. I had the scores from the first day and the scores from week four. And I improved in every single category. We even had to run a mile. And the very first time, I got 12 minutes and 12 seconds. And that was with a little bit of walking included. And the second time, I got 11 minutes and 17 seconds of all running. I never, ever had to stop. And you know what? I did not feel any faster. It did not feel any easier. But I did it. And I improved. And I was shocked. Let me tell you some other things. So the first time I did full sit-ups, 39 in one minute. The second time I did 41 in one minute. Great. Push-ups. I did 10 on my toes and 20 on my knees the very first day. And then 
At week four, I did 20 on my toes and 13 on my knees. Not only did I do more overall, I reversed how many I could do on my toes versus my knees. Amazing. For burpees, this is the one that gets me because burpees are just so annoying. (laughs) I don't like anything where I have to jump. But I did 13 burpees week one and week four, I did 18. But that's all to say that it was no easier. It was still hard. I was still pushing myself. But the output was so much greater. And I went into it feeling so much better. And I print out the workouts. I have like a list of exercises that I do. And at the bottom, there's like a place for notes at the bottom. And that is where every single day, either at the beginning of my workout, I sometimes write something that's like a positive affirmation, or at the end of my workout, I write something positive. And even if I say, you know, I wanted to give up on circuit two, you know, set three, when I was, you know, doing those burpees, I felt like I couldn't go anymore. But then I'll say I had a surge of energy at the end. And I'm so proud of myself for seeing it through to the end of that minute. And and as I really affirmed the work I was doing, I haven't checked my measurements. I have jumped on the scale and I haven't lost any weight really. But I feel so proud and so much stronger. Um, I'm lifting heavier weights. Obviously, you know, the comparison of week one to week four of that fitness test, I'm seeing improvement and it's shocking and I'm sweating just as much and I'm just as out of breath, but the output is I'm improving and I am just so thrilled that this girl who viewed herself as a poser every time I put on a workout shirt and every time I set out to break out into a little bit of a jog on my daily walk, I literally felt so self-conscious because I'm not a runner. And so I thought I should just keep walking. But when I gained the confidence and the perspective that I can be whatever I want to be, I can do whatever I want to do, And I will continue doing whatever I don't want to do. So if I keep saying, I will never like to work out, I will not. But the second I said, I'm a runner, suddenly my my pace picked up. And as soon as I said, I'm proud of myself, I, you know, plowed through those last three reps. And it's true for any part of your life. And so whether this applies to you in the area of fitness or whether this applies to you in terms of some other limiting belief you have in another aspect of your life, this is a game changer, friends. This is an absolute game changer. Maybe you apply this to motherhood. Maybe you have negative affirmations cycling through your mind every day that you're not patient, that you're not good enough, that you don't know what you're doing, that this is not fun, that this is miserable. You wish you were somewhere else. If that is the narrative that's cycling through your mind, those are the things that you're going to see in your life and that is the life you will continue to live. But the second You identify those limiting beliefs and you change the narrative. I did my best today. I yelled less at my kids. I was more patient. I made a good choice in this moment. You have to change the way you think about it. If you say, I will never be a runner, you are so right. You'll never be a runner, ever, ever, ever. But the second you say, I am a runner, like it's already happened, you are one. 
But the other thing I want to say about that is, if you don't want to be a runner, you do not have to be either. We all have such limited time and energy during the day. Use it wisely on things that will bring out the very best in you and that you're pursuing the things you really want to be and the person that you want to become. That is what you need to focus on. So identify the negative thoughts and then think about how you want it to be. And then think those thoughts to get you to that place instead. So I really just challenge you to look at the beliefs you have surrounding yourself. For me, this has been a season where I've really wanted to focus on my fitness. Um, I have never been one that somebody has looked to and said like, oh, what are you doing to work out? I'm not the mom. If you've heard me talk about the mom at the park with the banging legs, I'm not that mom. I am 100% a regular mom, but I am so, so proud of myself for showing up in this boot camp. I'm so proud of myself for identifying the limiting beliefs that I had so that I could change them going forward and believe something new. Because I can tell you today that not only am I physically feeling stronger and more capable and I have the numbers to prove it and the fitness tests to prove it, but I am also 100% different in the way I think about it. So the title of the show is a bit of a bait and switch. I will never like to work out. But that was true so long as I believed it and kept saying it. Today, I believe something different. I work out. I lift weights. I run every day. I set a goal for myself in February to run one mile every day. Um, In the past, running has kind of been an obstacle for me because I felt like if I couldn't run a really long distance, like to go running with somebody, I felt like I was just a poser and I couldn't do it. And I was too intimidated. And so I just didn't even try to run an eighth of a mile. Um, So running any distance is better than running zero distance, right? And so I set out to have a goal that I was going to run one mile every day in February. I love goals in February because it's the shortest month. So you have the least amount of days to follow through. (laughs) And so I have run a mile every single morning in February. And if, if you are a runner and have been a runner for a while and you enjoy running and you have, you know, are very capable of doing longer distances, this may not seem like a big accomplishment to you, but I guarantee there's other things where you have felt intimidated to start and those limiting beliefs have held you back. This is my thing. This is this this was my thing that I was not a runner. And so how could I become one? if I haven't been one in the past. And what day is it? It is February 16th. So I've run 16 miles every single day, a total of 16 miles in February, one mile a day. It is a decent length of time, 12 minutes. I can escape in the morning before my kids wake up. I know I don't have to go further than that mile. I just have to get through. And I have run every single step of those 16 miles in February. And I am so gosh darn proud of myself. So proud of myself. I am a runner. I love to work out. I love to move my body and I love to use it in a way that makes me feel strong and like I'm taking care of myself. So what are those limiting beliefs for you? I hope you'll identify that in your own life. Maybe it's fitness and maybe this has encouraged you in that aspect. Maybe it's something totally different, but I guarantee something will kind of pop up in your mind like this is my thing. This is the barrier I have and I'm afraid to take the first step. It's always better to take one step forward than to stay exactly where you are 
because you're afraid of failing. It's always better to start slow and make forward progress than stay where you are. Always, always, always. So I'm going to link to Rachel's episode, which was so encouraging on the podcast on ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. I'm going to also include her website so you can follow along when the next boot camp opens up because I was highly, highly recommend it if you are needing that motivation. So I want to thank you for tuning into the podcast today. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at JessicaDalquist3 or on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. To next Tuesday, my episode with Natalie Norton airs and she is a powerhouse. She has handled so many different challenges in her life so beautifully the wisdom that she has learned and is now sharing with the world from those events is truly remarkable and I would deem her the guest most likely to eventually sit down next to Oprah so we had an amazing conversation and I hope you'll tune in for that thanks for tuning in today and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode with another extraordinary mom bye